All right, here we go. Um, let's see. These are the production notes for Toxic Podcast episode 506. Production code 506. Obviously, we need to begin with the Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip theme. Here, we, here it is. Do you guys hear that? Let's do it one more time. <laughs> so, um, for this episode, what, I, what I'm envisioning, this, this is obviously, this is just sort of our pre-production. This is kind of a behind-the-scenes episode. I know we've been uh, away, and... A lot of my sort of efforts at a more conventional episode have kind of not really come together, so I thought it would be nice to kind of bring you back behind the curtain and uh, record something quietly in my bed. You guys would... I, I'm, I look so adorable right now. I'm completely in bed. Um, and, uh, well, I'm just I'm just thinking about how in, a, the, a, in the movie A Dog's Purpose, the dog is reincarnated through time... And he loves, the, like, the dog loves Dennis Quaid, right? So the dog travels all across the continental U.S. And, um, it, like, it has various owners and it loves them all. But it, like, goes back to Dennis Quaid, even to the point of, like, oh, my God, that dog loves Dennis Quaid so much. It, like, it, like, drags Hannah, his high school sweetheart, it, like, drags them back together, you know, like... Dennis Quaid, he fell out of his own window onto a rake while he was saving his dog from a burning building. Um, and so he wasn't able to go to college for his football scholarship. But um, you, when, when it turned out his life wasn't going to be the way he thought, this is back when Dennis Quaid was KJ Appa, but um, when it turned out his life wasn't going to be the way he thought it was, he turned his back on Hannah, his uh, high school sweetheart, who he was going to spend his life with. And then they each, you know, their lives diverged for, what, 40, 50 years almost, and then eventually this dog, this new dog shows up and reunites them, and then it's not even enough for the dog, the, the reincarnated dog, the dog who has, like, no even, hang on, I gotta be a little quieter. So the, the dog, it, like, doesn't even understand what's happening to it, and it doesn't, it makes no effort to, like, so this is like kind of what we need to figure out for the episode is like, what's the spiritual status? Like, what's this, what's the like ethical spiritual status of these movies? Because it's just so frustrating. It's just so frustrating. You know, like, I understand if you want to have like a cute dog movie. I, I love that. That's like a great idea. Um... So like, why does like the specter of death need to like poke his little scythe into the into the affair? You know, I I, I just feel like you could have done this movie without having a and and the moralizing about like everyone like being a bad person if they like uh, seem seem not wealthy, frankly, like and anyone who's holding a drink is a bad person. Anytime you see someone holding a beer, you can be sure that that person is going to like do something that alienates them from humanity. <laughs> um, but like, is that, is this really like the cost of seeing six dogs? Because like, what is this movie? If not like, 
I don't know. Maybe it's like how like there's, this is such a bad analogy, but like there's like porn and then there's romance and like ultimately like people get similar things out of it. But like, it just depends on how, it just depends on like what you really, and like a lot of, God, it's listen listen it's not the last decade i'm not going to start talking a bunch about porn and like making sweeping generalizations about genres and stuff <laughs> i would never make sweeping generalizations about genres um but like so the dog the dog, first of all, the dog also, like, never talks to other dogs. Like, this dog can talk in its head, and it has its own, like, vocabulary, but the vocabulary is, like, limited to, like, whatever the author thought it would be cutesy for the dog to know or not know. So, like, the dog knows some words and doesn't know other words. He, like, refers to the school bus as, like, a big yellow house with wheels or something. But it's, like, why do you know what wheels are if you don't know what a bus is? Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, how did that, how did the dog learn the concept wheels without also learning the concept vehicle? <sighs> but, but, um, the, there's a, sh there's a tangible shift. And this is what I'm kind of getting at is a, a, a dog's purpose is all about the reincarnations. And so like, that's what keeps it afloat. That's what helps you survive it. A dog's journey, there's like significantly fewer reincarnations because it, I guess it takes place over a shorter period of time, but you could just have the dog die more. I don't even really, it's, it, so in a dog's journey, the dog, boss dog, formerly Bailey, now who, who even knows, but like the, the, so, it's already so complicated. Just even the, all the human stuff. I, I wonder if these movies like give themselves awards for like, they're like, we're about real shit. Even though it's like Josh Gad. Oh my God. Gadzooks. That guy, he sucks so much. <laughs> I Maybe he doesn't suck. Maybe he just like, Maybe he's like how I thought that I hated Bradley Cooper for like 15 years because he was the villain in Wedding Crashers. Like maybe I just saw him in Pixels and I'll never forgive him. <laughs> I'm like, and be, and the other thing is that like, because every time I think about Josh Gad, I picture like the poster for the comedians. Josh Gad is also guilty of everything that Billy Crystal has ever done. Like when I see Josh Gad, I'm mad at him for his performance in Monsters, Inc., but Josh Gad is like, it, it, he is sickening. He's like sickeningly cloying in this in this movie. Like it's 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 it, is this a kids movie? Because it doesn't like Josh Gad is like one of the only people who seems to think I because I don't think it's a kids movie. I think it's an old movie. <laughs> I think that Dog's Journey and Dog's Purpose are movies for, like, old people who, like, because what I was going to say when, when I got on that weird, when I tangented myself, but you could just watch videos of dogs. Like, you could just search for dogs, and you could watch them, and, and it wouldn't, you know, but... But, but, but this is, but like you wanted this, you wanted like your story about 
So Dennis Quaid and Hannah, they live together, and Hannah has a son, and the son is a like a military hero who like died. He so he and his wife were expecting, and he was deployed somewhere, and he got killed somehow. And then it turns out that his that his widow, who now has a child, and so Dennis Quaid and Hannah have like a grandchild, and this widow is like totally an evil woman stereotype. Um, she's she's like the double. She, she she's the double like lazy misogynist writing archetype of like she's not just the woman who's the villain in the story but she's villainous in all of the ways that are stereotypically uh historically attributed to women in stories throughout history like it, it it's just such a disaster it's like who wrote this like did like Moses write this book? Like, that's so dumb. Did Moses write this book? Ugh, I'm sorry. But it's a very spiritual day. See, it's just impossible. And I don't even think these books, I don't even think these, and I keep saying books, I'm sorry. It's just that like, these are also, these are the sort of books that are written to be movies, I guess. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. So it feels like you're, you're talking about something that's one and the same. It doesn't feel like you're like, oh my god, they cut Tom Bombadil out of A Dog's Purpose. Like, you, A Dog's a dog's Purpose, the, the book is pretty similar to A Dog's Purpose, the film, I would I would venture. You know, I, my my place of employ, it's, it's um, you're, you're not supposed to assume things, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I assumed I'd be staying, staying on after the holidays. <laughs> so in a dog's journey, there's like only a few reincarnations. There's only like three. Cause in a dog's purpose, there's like five or six, but in a dog's journey, you also see the reincarnation a lot more like the dog, like the, so the dead dog, dog dies, dog die dog run into light light surround dog now dog in field dog run through field all and then all am i making this up so the dog who's dead is running and running and running through the field towards like another light and it's like this it's like this big like almost like cornfield and all the other dogs that the dog has been are on the sidelines, like, cheering the dog on. Now I'm making this up. Yeah, they're, like, throwing little cups of water on the dog and stuff. But, so the dog, like, runs down this aisle surrounded by its, like, dog brethren and then, like, jumps into this light and is then reincarnated as a different dog. Oh, there's a really good terrier. There's a terrier with great ears in this movie. But, um... So basically, the 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 widow of this like dead war hero who has this like vulnerable child she's obviously she's an alcoholic she drinks and she's mean and selfish and she steals and she she's she she's just nothing about her makes sense she's just a she's like a she's an array of stereotypical evil characteristics that could somehow complicate you know dennis quaid because because this whole movie like centers this Dennis Quaid's really the focal point. This movie has a dog-like adoration for him. And that's like one thing that's, 
I don't think it's done on purpose, but like it's it's very consistent throughout this film that like the only thing that 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 the dog and the film can think about is like let's get back to Dennis Quaid or like Dennis Quaid told me to watch over. What's the name of the daughter? Hang on a second. What's the name of the granddaughter? CJ. So um, CJ's mom. Like, they're all, like, living together on the farm. And one day they get into a fight, and CJ's mom is like, you're trying to steal the insurance money. Because when the husband was killed, there was, like, a bunch of insurance money. She's like, you're trying to steal the insurance money. So she takes CJ, and she, like, moves across the country, and she won't tell them where. And Dennis Quaid is like, he says to the dog, because Dennis Quaid, oh, my God. So, and I, and I said this in the previous episode, I think, but like Dennis, so the, the dog gets reincarnated through time several times and then finally returns to Dennis Quaid and brings him happiness. But then the dog is like, I also want Dennis Quaid to know who I am. So the dog forces Dennis Quaid to like understand this ridiculous mind fuck that the dog has been reincarnated and like it's the same dog from like 30 years ago so like the dog does this weird football trick that involves like jumping off of dennis quaid's back and dennis quaid's like oh my god are you really and and there's literally this scene where he's like wait a second so bark if you're the same dog and the dog's like sorry oh god um but yeah, so the dog's like, uh, and so, so, so this dog has communicated to Dennis Quaid that it has like magical properties and the, as the dog dies of old age, shortly after the disappearance of CJ and her mother, Dennis Quaid says to the dog, like, Hey, go, it's your job now to find and protect CJ. And so now the whole rest of the movie is insufferable Josh Gad in the same way that in the first movie, he's insufferably pursuing Dennis Quaid. I got to find Ethan. I got to find Ethan in this movie. Now he's, he's I got to find CJ. I got to protect CJ. And oh my, oh, poor CJ. CJ is a musician and they wrote her. Hang on a second. Did I write down the lyrics to this song? Is that you boss dog? So CJ is a musician, but she has stage fright. So she's never been on stage. Well, well, I mean, I'm, obviously we're zipping around in time because at first CJ is a little girl and she meets this dog and the, she takes the dog home and her mom is awful and stuff. And she and her mom get into this big fight and then she becomes a teenager and she and her mom get in. It turns out that her mom has been like drinking away the insurance money, all this money that was supposed to help CJ go to college, go to music school. And, and CJ is like a songwriter. She plays acoustic guitar and she writes songs and the film has written her one of the worst fake songs like there, when you're going to write a fake song in a movie you have a few options right one of them is to like write the whole song and to try to have it like be a real song and and the other one is to have it be kind of like lazy and and like just like one or two chords so like every time you hear the character playing the song it's like Na, na, and that's the the weight of my soul and so like you only hear the characters sing and that's the weight of my soul 
Um, and this movie chose the latter, but it's just like, it's so embarrassing. It's such a bummer. But any, in any case, her dog loves her. And the there's like a, a few like near misses with, I, I don't even want to, I don't, yeah. This, these are the production notes. And this is kind of what I'm saying is that like, what am I going to do? How do I, how do I make this all fit together? Because I have a spiritual jumble. <laughs> because it also like, how is this dog, what is the order in the world? Like what, and, and why, why prioritize Dennis Quaid like this? Does it just, is it just like this dog just happened to like Dennis Quaid that much? Because it feels as though some sort of unseen hand is like re constantly reuniting the dog with CJ or with Dennis Quaid. And then at the end, oh my God, at the end, they dress Dennis Quaid up like he's the goddamn Six Flags man. And he does like a, he like, he like does like a Venga Boys dance, basically. It's, it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but like, what do you think happens after we die? That's, I've been so worried about that. I'm so bummed. And I, and I just, you know, I just don't want to, because like, if the last second of life is like as long as, as eternity, I don't know. I just want to matter. You know, I just want to matter. <sighs> All right. Well, um, hang on. Wait, hang on one second. Much like Matt Albee, I'm like a, I'm like tortured alcoholic, um, who's also the sole writer on this show. Um, so come on, writer's room. I, I'd look, look, look around at my empty room. How are we going to hammer this into an episode? See, I think that, see, see, I'm, what I'm zeroing in on is the spiritual, the spiritual nature of things. And then, and then, and I think that, well, it could obviously be a Christmas episode. I could be visited by ghosts. But I get visited by ghosts. I'm constantly being visited by ghosts. My room is filled, filled to the filled to the brim with ghosts. I don't know. I think I should do a live episode. I think that was <laughs> what a weird season. I'm sorry that it's still like a hard time in my life. I'm sorry. You know, I know that implicitly by consuming my content, it like you like implicitly endorse me. And so when I underachieve or when I sort of make an ass of myself that, uh, you know, that you guys, that, that egg is on your face as well. <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's not true. But you know, um, I hope it's clear what I'm saying. Uh, so I know that I need to, uh, work on, work on everything. And, uh, when I, you know, when I say that, I hope, I hope you guys don't think that I'm like just saying it, whatever. <laughs> but, um, what if, oh God, is there, a, there's gotta be a part in this movie where the dog like little Nicky's himself, right? He just dies so that he can come back. The dog like jumps off of a cliff. Uh, so for it's for such a macabre movie there's not a lot of macabre humor it's all it's all so sweet and 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 uh but was jesus like 
I feel like Jesus was like edited out of the of the movies, you know, like in the books, Jesus is just like all over the place. He's like watering the ground where the dog comes out of the dog, like pet cemeteries out of the ground. And Jesus is watering the dog with magical water. And like, that's why the dog is coming back. I don't know. It's Jesus. I hear it's that guy's birthday soon. <laughs> Old Jesus. Um... Well, yeah, you know, this is this is my little mini episode. So um, take care of yourselves, guys. Watch out for your dogs. They might be reincarnated. Oh, and also, if your dog dies, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, take care of take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I hope everyone. Uh, well, there's nothing important coming up, so I don't know why anyone would enjoy anything. Uh, don't enjoy anything, but take care of each other. <laughs>